Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is May 22nd, 2022. How are you? Um, Let's see, we're at the end of the week. Uh, Or like I said, the start of the week, depending on how you look at it, right? Um, Yeah, so far it's been good. Um, For me, I'm doing this podcast early, you know, in the morning. Um, Fingers crossed nothing crazy happens. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm saying that, but I'm saying that just because it's like something crazy will happen. And I'm like, oh man, I could have talked about that today. That would have been like some breaking news. Um, I don't know if that makes me deranged or not. I don't know. I, I have a content brain. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Food corner. Uh, I went to Penn station, Penn station. Penn station so good. Um, I, Everything is, like, really expensive, but I never mind when the food's in my face. You know what I mean? When I get the fries, when I get the sub, I'm like, let's go. Let's go. And the cookie. The cookie's always good. Um, I'm even paying for the overpriced lemonade. Um, I'm about it. I'm, I'm simping for Penn Station. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was the meal. Let's see. We can just get into it, yeah? Um... I got this one from Yahoo News slash the AP. Uh, U.S. soccer equalizes pay in milestone with women and men. Um, this was a really interesting story to me. Um, and also it harkens back to, to like a little bit of an older conversation I was having on Facebook with some friends and just like randoms um, where it was about the WNBA. So it was like women's basketball. And I think I had shared a meme about, like, just the wage gap or something. And a lot of people just had a lot of shit to say. And I personally felt a way. I really didn't like, chime in um, other than just, like, liking or not liking, whatever. But, like, it was weird to see some people's comments. Like, people would be like, oh, well, you see, it's about money, you know? Like, it's about the money that the men's um basketball games are bringing in as opposed to the women so therefore that's why they don't get paid um like it's just weird shit like that that just to me was cringy because i'm like it should just be based off of the sport and it should be a linear thing in my opinion like why is there a difference um sorry i did a little pregame and i'm trying to get this burp in or out i don't know um it's weird that people feel like they that there needs to be a gap. It almost is like that's inferred by that those statements. Um, I've heard people say that there's it's actually genetic ability difference, and that's why, which I think is laughable. Um, I believe even I think it was the FIFA Association, like president, like former president. Uh, they retired after they said this shit. But um, and then they apologized, which was hey, that's good growth, right? Or at least you know saving phase. Um, but essentially trying to like pull the, pull this, the bullshit of like, oh, well I'm a man or as like men perform better. They're physically better. They're stronger, faster. And this is an athletic thing. So they're just better at these things. It's just facts, sweetie. Like that's ridiculous. That's insane to me. Um, especially when you look at the women's soccer team, they've just been performing better. You know, they're just out there doing it. And they're winning. Um, and I think, honestly, it, it took kind of their performance um, 
and um, their actions on and off the field to like really fight for their rights um, to really make this happen. Um, let's see. I believe they won the Women's World Cup yeah, championship in 2019. Um, and a cool moment, it's like on audio, um, like as the win, everyone's celebrating and, um, you know, you hear people saying equal pay, equal pay. And it sounds like USA at first. Like, so you're thinking, oh, yeah, everyone's saying USA, USA. Like, everyone's rah rah But it's people saying equal pay, equal pay. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Because that, that means that these people are really following. They, they really understand what's happening. And they're seeing right before their eyes, like, these women are doing great. They're crushing it. And where, in comparison, where are the men? You know what I mean? And the pay gap is insane to the point where, like, I... I, I heard this on the journal. They do a whole episode on it and they give up like a lot more stats, but it's like a, it's million dollar difference. Like, whereas like the payout for the average woman is like hundreds of thousands. Like it just doesn't equal out and it should. It, <laughs> there's no reason why it shouldn't, in my opinion. Um, sorry, I'm just kind of giving you a little bit of a summarization here. I don't feel like getting into the numbers, um, but <clears throat> excuse me. It, is definitely a really big milestone because it took a lot to make it happen. It took not just the women fighting for it. It also took the men on the other side saying, yeah, no, we agree. Like, um, in the situation with the World Cup in 2023, um, essentially the money has to be pooled and then redistributed. Um, I guess just because the way that it's set up, they're like, hey, like, we are fine with you doing this, but, like, not necessarily everyone else is going to, like, it's not, like, a unilateral thing. Like, the prize payouts are structured, I guess, a certain way. But they agreed to be like, hey, we will just give you a grand pool of money, and then you would split that money up, respectively. So, I'm like, that's really cool. Um, so, good to see that people are getting more money, getting paid what they're really worth. Um, especially in, when it comes to athletics. I mean, you're putting your body on the line, like, there shouldn't be a discrepancy. Um, like I mentioned at the top of this, like, women's basketball. Like, the the amount of pay difference is ridiculous to the point that, you know, a lot of the top-performing women basketball players have to not just compete in, you know, our league in the USA. They also have to go abroad to make more money, to make the money that they're more, like, that's closer to their worth. Um, they shouldn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, especially when they're performing and doing well. It's just That's how it should be, right? Like, you should just be paid by your performance period, not by comparison. But I don't know. Call me crazy. Uh, the next article we got, um, also from Yahoo News slash The Washington Post. Um, what is monkeypox? The rare virus now confirmed in the U.S. and Europe? Um, I don't know why they put a question mark. It is confirmed. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Um, that's a, that's a, I love little, like, clickbaity style ones, but it's just, it's weird when they just don't fully commit. Like, question mark's not enough. You really gotta, gotta hit them up. <laughs> um, but yeah, the first case was found Wednesday in Massachusetts, at least for here. Um, you know, first time in a long time. Um, it says in this article somewhere. Um, but let's see. I think it was initially, though, in terms of, like, going way back, like, history of it. 
Um, the disease cropped up in 1958 among monkeys kept for research, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, more than a decade before a human case was identified in the Democratic Republic of Congo. So I guess essentially, like, it's named after monkeys, like, it's monkey pox, because that was, like they said, the monkeys they were experimenting on, researching on, I should say, sorry. Um, so it's not necessarily, like, all monkeys, like, uh, I guess that's, like, a misconception. Um, let's see, mass vaccination against smallpox presumably curbed monkeypox infections for a time among humans. Uh, researchers wrote in a 2005 article. But cases resurged, uh, thanks in part to a lack of immunity in later generations, they say. More than 450 cases have been reported in Nigeria since uh, 2017. That is according to the CDC. Um, Some of the symptoms are like, it's like flu, but then you also get swelling in lip of the lymph nodes. Um, And then this is kind of gross uh but fluid filled blisters or pox spread across your skin they're pretty big um does not seem really great uh there is like one in ten people um can get infected with the congo basin strain which is like the one that can kill you um but then the west african strain appeared to be fatal one in 100 so that's like the more mild one, which I believe is the one that is known in like the UK, the one that's here have been those. Um, also, the article kind of makes a point to say like, hey, like, uh, of course, you guys are going to be like immediately thinking this is like pandemic level. But like this is still way more rare, um, even if this is like a newer thing, like it would still be a slower moving thing, like in terms of its evolution. So that's good, you know, hopefully this is just a blip on the radar, like, you know, like these things usually are, um, but, uh, man, yeah, I would hate to have to quarantine over some fucking monkey pox. Also, I don't want to, I cannot, you cannot fuck on my summer with some monkey pox, bro, that can't happen. If I have to podcast with monkey pox, I'm not going to be happy, alright, I'm just, I'm saying it right now, I'm knocking on some wood, yo, no, get that out of my universe. Um, (laughs) let's see, there's some more here, a lot of yada, yada, yada history stuff, I know we love it, but this is a long article and I got more shit to talk about, so we'll move on, um, got the next one from NPR, uh, farmer, farmer bro, Martin Screlly has been released from prison, so, our guy Martin Screlly, um, if you don't know, if you haven't been, you know, with the pod, listening to the shit, or just need a quick refresher, uh, they call him the Farmer Bro for a reason. Uh, essentially, like, there was this medication for, like, HIV, AIDS, um, he, I guess, like, funded it or whatever, um, or he's a pharmaceutical executive known for raising the price of a life-saving drug 5,000%. NPR says way better than I do. Um... So, I mean, really slimy, really sleazy. It was, like, essentially a $13.50 drug, and he made it, like, $750. Um, I think the 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 more gross thing, though, um, yeah, okay, it does say what it says here. It was, it was Daraprim, an antiparasitic medication commonly used by AIDS patients and others with suppressed immune systems. Um, 
but I think this the gross thing is the price is still set above seven hundred. Like they didn't just take it down after they arrested Martin Screlly and he served all this time and yada 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 bullshit. They made a show of it. Like, yeah, we 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 dealt justice. And it's like, no, real justice is taking the price back down. Like, so people can afford this medicine because they need it. But, you know, ain't that America? But whatever, whatever, whatever. He's in a halfway house. He's chilling. Um, I got a, he, he said some bullshit. Where's the fucking quote? Where's the fucking quote, you slimy motherfucker? I can't find it. That makes me sad. Um, here it is. I found it. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, getting out of getting out of real prison is easier than getting out of Twitter prison. Oh my God. What a fuck. What a fuck. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I knew I heard that and I'm like, oh, it's so screlly. So him. That, that's great. Uh, I'm just glad this motherfucker lost the Wu-Tang album. I'm glad that's in a better place now. Um, I'm glad he had to pay up some money and I'm glad he went to jail. Um, like I said, it doesn't change anything. Obviously America fucking sucks and they love people like this, even though they're going to sit there and say, oh, don't do it. But, um, you know. Justice for all. Whatever. Next one I got is from AP News Associated Press. Um, U.S. lawmakers urge binding vote on Puerto Rico status. So this is something that popped up on my radar. Thought it was pretty interesting. Obviously, I'm not equipped to talk about it. Just given that pretext. I mean, that's pretty much everything here. Um, but it's um, I've always kind of found Puerto Rico a little bit interesting just because it's like... It's a state to us, but not a state. It's our territory that doesn't, like, that we don't own, but, like, is a part of us. Like, so, I didn't know, I still don't know much of the history about it, um, and uh, I don't have, like, really, I guess, a ton of thoughts, but apparently there is um, a draft proposal that was unveiled at an online news conference um, that would commit Congress to accepting Puerto Rico into the United States if voters on the island approve it. Um, but it also goes on to say that even if the plan were to pass uh, the Democratic-led House, the proposal appears to have little chance in the Senate, where Republicans have long opposed statehood. So we all know how that goes. We've covered that before. Yeah, they have enough juice by the number, but we all know that there's just not enough people, especially when we look at some of our Democrats, Charlie Manchin, um, there's just no shot. It's just probably not going to go through. So this is kind of a dead letter anyway, but just interesting to kind of talk about. Um, I guess essentially it would, the way this bill is worded, it would make it so that it would have to go up to decision. You couldn't just say, oh, okay, um, we're just going to stay a, like a territory or whatever. We're going to actually get our independence or become a state. Like, like Hawaii, you know, so essentially, um, it, it does kind of seem that like on the ground, the people who would like be voting for the Puerto Ricans, like it's kind of like not too much turnout really has come out in the past in terms of like what people have thought about it. But, um, there are some people who are for it. There's some people who aren't. Um, I found out there's like, I think they're one of the representatives. Yeah. Uh, the bill has the support of Jennifer 
Gonzalez, Puerto Rico's congressional representative and a Republican who has limited voting powers. So I don't know why I was surprised that um, the representative would be Republican. It kind of was like, oh, okay. But overall, I mean, I'm not surprised that Republicans don't want this because they don't want a, a potential area that they feel is like more likely to be liberal and they don't need to change it. So why change it? Like, let's just leave it as it is. Um, there are some people who are like, this is like undemocratic. Yeah, let's see. The main opposition popular Democratic Party, uh, which supports the status quo, rejected the proposed pub site because it does not include Puerto Rico's current political status. Uh, this project excludes those who think differently, said party president Jose Luis Damao, uh, who is also president of Puerto Rico's Senate and vowed to fight the proposal. This is a lack of respect. So, I mean, I personally don't know, like, I, I kind of don't know, like, what my stake should be on this. It's definitely above my pay grade. Um, but I just thought it was interesting to talk about, put it on the radar, um, like I said, I kind of don't think this even is going to get too much traction past the house, but, um, you know, we'll see. Um, in other news, we got to talk about, you know, I, I guess, I guess it's my favorite person. I don't know. Maybe I just got to come out and say it. Maybe I just got to come out and be real. I keep talking about this motherfucker and, you know, maybe, maybe I like him. I don't know. No, I don't. I really don't fucking like Elon Musk. Like I said, I feel like my, my, my arcing with Elon Musk was like the average person. I, I, I heard some of the things I was seeing Tesla everywhere, like in terms of the car. And I was like, okay, I mean, all right. Doesn't seem like a bad guy. Seems like he's doing some cool stuff. Like you hear some of his little inspirational whatevers. You're like, okay, he seems okay. But like once I started hearing details about Elon Musk, I just got really confused because I was like, this is a stupid guy. Like, he's not smart. He's not smart. He just has a lot of money. And, like, cool that you have a lot of money that doesn't make you innovative. Like, it just doesn't make you intelligent. And next thing you know, you just see him doing more and more shit because he has more and more money. And people are more and more just keep saying, like, he's so brilliant. He's so good. He's like Thomas Edison, which is not a compliment. And if it is a compliment to you, then you really got to look up both people. But, man. Um, so here we are with another Elon Musk moment. Um, I got this from the Insider. Uh, a SpaceX flight attendant said Elon Musk exposed himself and propositioned her for sex. Documents show. The company paid $250,000 for her silence. Um, so to me, this is more about SpaceX, but at the same time, obviously, it's about Elon Musk being a weird fucking creep. Um, but it, it's weird because, like, SpaceX really encourages the behavior, it seems, and what is alleged here. Um, it's a very also kind of, in my opinion, complicated story from a legal perspective. I mean, obviously, I'm not a lawyer or whatever, but, like... I kind of feel like it's not going to be really easy to go after this in any kind of, like, legal way in terms of, like, lawsuits or, um, like, actual, like, criminal procedure because of, like, non-disclosure agreements that, you know, Elon Musk was able to get these this flight attendant to allegedly sign. Um, and I say allegedly a lot here because of the fact that, like, 
This is a friend of the flight attendant that is talked about in the story. Um, I guess the situation where, like, both of them haven't, like, their names and stuff haven't been revealed. Um, but the flight attendant, and we'll get into a little bit of, like, the quick, like, what happened. But the event was told from the flight attendant to the friend. And the flight attendant signed a non-disclosure agreement. So she got a payout. She's not supposed to talk about it. Not allowed to talk about it. But the friend who knows about the situation said, fuck it, I'm talking about it. I'm saying something. This is wrong. I I don't feel good about this. I'm speaking out. And um, is encouraging more people to speak out. Um, So, I mean, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky because there's no names. Like, and Elon Musk, of course, on Twitter has, like, preemptively tried to get ahead of it. He was, like, saying, like, Oh, I'm not a I'm not a not voting Democrat anymore. I'm voting Republican. And now that I'm voting Republican, expect like people to like come for me. Like this ain't a bunch of dumb shit. Um But essentially here's what happened. Um this flight attendant um gets to work at SpaceX. Um they do like jets, they do a bunch of like aeronautics stuff, yada yada yada. So she's working on a, a corporate jet um, now, and they say corporate jet. I, to me, this sounds like a private jet situation that this business gets to have. I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't seen the specs of it, but it does kind of feel like a PJ situation. Um, so I imagine like you're in the situation, you're a part of the crew. All this is gotta get cool stuff, but essentially the. Um, the SpaceX superiors tells the flight attendant, hey, Musk wants uh, massages. He likes massages. So you need to get this masseuse training on your own dime. You have to pay for it. And um, you can give him, you got to give him massages and, you know, be cool. Do, do it, do what he likes, you know, yada, yada, attend to him. Um, So I guess she takes these classes and, um, she then goes and, um, let's see, we'll just go into, I guess, what she accuses him of. She accuses, uh, she accused Musk of exposing his erect penis to her, rubbing her leg without consent, and offering to buy her a horse in exchange for an erotic massage, according to interviews and documents obtained by the insider. So, I'm not gonna lie, it does give me, um, Epstein vibes, like, a little bit. Uh, I mean, obviously, this is an adult situation, but it's the definitely it's the I have power, I have money, um, I have influence. So like, just do what I want. Just do what I want. Like, just do it. Like, and she says like no to that, and essentially, more or less, she starts feeling like okay after that. Like, that trip to London, that flight to London where it happens, I'm getting, like, iced out. Um, I'm not getting as much, like, shift time. Um, And so I guess she gets a lawyer. And then once she gets a lawyer, they file a complaint with, like, I guess HR. HR immediately gets in on the situation and they start talking settlements. And settlements that actually Elon Musk, like, attended to. So to me, that kind of shows like how it was serious and it was like important. I mean, obviously this is alleged. This is all from the friend, but um, 
it's definitely if this all goes down that way and then also this article from the insider goes on to say um that later that year or even like months after there was um like a banning of ndas so it's really kind of fucking convenient that he swoops in and says, hey, 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 whoa, 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 we'll just pay you $250,000 to just sweep this under the rug and we're cool, right? And we'll call it a severance. So, I mean, now Elon Musk, um, let's see, says, let's say, after Insider contacted Musk for comment, he emailed to ask for more time to respond and said there's a lot more to the story. Um, he's also said some things on Twitter, um, like, in reference that the the woman should like describe his penis or his bruises or scars i don't know man it was really cringe this dude is the one of the weirdest 50 year olds on the internet i'm not gonna lie dude he's fucking odd dude it's definitely hella divorced dad um i don't know spacex really didn't come back for any comments um i don't know it's juicy shit I feel like I've I've talked about it enough, and I would like to move on now. <laughs> um, so we're we're gonna wrap it up with the wrap. There you go. That's convenient. Um, and it's a little bit of an update on the Dave Chappelle attack, which I didn't really think I was gonna have an update like this. But uh, the plot does thicken for uh, the the person who. Um, tackled him which was isaiah lee who got in the altercation with him uh we're gonna have our classic smear break and we'll get to it Oh yeah. And we're back, Jack. Um, but yes, I got this from the rap. Um, Dave Chappelle attacker charged with attempted murder for a stabbing attack on his roommate. Um, let's see here. So, let's see. There's a little bit of a subline here. Uh, the publicity garnered, or the publicity generated by the attack on Mr. Chappelle helped police solve this crime. L.A. County District Attorney uh, George Gascon says. So, uh, allegedly, there was a situation with um, Isaiah Lee and, I guess, his former roommate in a transitional housing facility. Um, He has pled not guilty, um, but, I guess, like, the headline says, um, the situation with Dave Chappelle really put, uh, him on a spotlight, and they said, oh, there he is, that's that guy, let's f- finish this fourths out, I don't know, um, I mean, I, really not a ton here, but, um, just thought it was, like, an interesting update, and I didn't want to talk about it to say we did it, um, you could say that's kind of a flat end to the episode, but I'll take it. Um, I would like to, though, thank you for personally sticking in, staying in. Oh, I guess there was the thing I did want to add to the Day Spell thing. Um, he did do a surprise appearance on Josh Mullaney's, like set. 
it was like no cameras, no phones. Um, but people like after immediately like tweeted about it, talked about it. Um, and they were like, oh, you know, I guess it was cool to see like a John Mulaney show. And then Dave Chappelle comes and says a bunch of like trans jokes and then like hugs up John Mulaney. And then that's my night. Okay. Um, and then obviously people who are totally cool with it, they're like, hey, it was a cool show. Like, blah, blah, blah. Sorry you didn't like it. Um, so obviously Dave is still being Dave. Um, the situation with Isaiah Lee, I guess it's like I said, a thing that thickens. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to talk about it, wanted to cover it. Um, as always, I got a shill to you. I got to try to get some money, keep this thing going, keep this thing flowing. Um, patreon.com slash Isaiah news. Every dollar helps. Uh, $5 gets you dick sword, not dick sword. It doesn't get you a dick sword. I wish I could give you a dick sword, but I can't. It's, the, it's not an option on Patreon. But I do have Discord access for $5. And um, you also get a shout-out. Um, I'll say your name on the podcast. I'll talk about whatever you'd like for a quick bit. Um, so, yeah, that's an option. Um, news one at gmail.com. That's the free way to get a hold of me. Um, thanks for tuning in. Um, I hope you have a great week. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. Love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.